You're listening to DraftKings Network. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com This is the Dan Levator Show with the Stugatz Podcast. organizationally some things are going to slip through the cracks were you guys aware that a tribute video was made for mike ryan that it's not just so bad that i'm reading an awful announcing article but there's also a tribute video that i was told that coogler made to celebrate mike ryan's time as our executive producer coogs let's see what you got Coog, 
Kugler, you lied to me. You said you were going to make something that said goodbye to Whittingham, so I wouldn't have to sit there and endure what it is that we just had to endure. We have one of those, too, if you want that. Do we really? Do oh, we? Great. Do, yeah. Do we? You're just informing me of this? Here, yeah. Okay, that would have been the funnier joke, to just play something. Hey, let's say goodbye now, finally, a little late, formally, to our longtime executive producer, the one we cherish most, Chris Whittingham. We don't have it right now. No, no, but you're 30 seconds. You're 30 seconds. I'd like one of these. Can I Can I retire well, and come back a, in two days? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> retire and just move to a different seat? We will get to that sound in a second. But, Stugatz, can we enjoy for a moment what is happening in basketball? Because, I don't know if you saw this, but the Timberwolves, uh, last week was a crazy week in sports that we didn't even see because we were swallowed by the Super Bowl. Yep. But the Timberwolves went to the Clippers. The Clippers had been the hottest team in basketball. One by 21. I had the Clippers. And then <laughs> spent a lot of time saying the Clippers are sorry, laughing and singing and calling them old as hell. I've lived long enough now to see James Harden, Paul George, and Kawhi Leonard face a, a team of Minnesota uh, players that I would have laughed at for trading for Gobert, and they come in and swamp the Clippers and make them look old and laugh on the sidelines while telling them they're old, and they've got the team of players younger than the other Los Angeles team that has the oldest player in the league and LeBron's being left behind. It's so odd because the T-Wolves are 38-16, and 16, the one seed in the West. They are really, really good, and I can't get myself to take them seriously. I just can't. Like, I can't see them winning an NBA championship. I believe that a lot of people listening to this are going to think to themselves that the Lakers and Warriors can turn some sort of thing on, and they will judge against Minnesota and OKC and everyone else at the top of that conference, maybe even Denver, even though they've won the championship. Ah, you can't do it against the best because I've saw, seen LeBron and Curry be better than you when they're at their best. But I think the guard has changed. Like, I expect these teams, I expect the younger teams to show me something in the playoffs, but I do fear the Clippers. Like, if I am if I have to play you the Clippers... You don't fear LeBron anymore. I don't fear LeBron anymore. Because he made it to the Western Conference I, Finals. I'll tell you what, I fear the Clippers more than I do the Warriors. And a lot of people would disagree with me on that because over the last week, they're, they're, everyone is because you've seen for 10 years the Warriors be great, you expect them to be able to summon something, even though the last time they tried, they could not. Right. The last time you saw that was Clay Thompson actually being Clay Thompson. Now he's just a shell of a shell of himself. But every once in a while he can give you the game. He gave it to you. He's given it to you a couple of times recently, even as he's given you the public vulnerability that athletes never do, which is I'm, a bet, I'm okay with a reduced role. I'm okay looking in the mirror and having Draymond yell at me, quit crying. Quit crying. He's got no choice, though, Dan. But, but I mean. Draymond Green is asking Clay Thompson to toughen up and have – Stugatz, this part to me is super interesting, okay? We just got done with the Super Bowl. Look how hard it is to kill the real champions. You think, you doubt, you doubt. They're falling apart. He, he's, he's, the tight end's dating a pop star. It's crazy around them. I doubt, I doubt, I doubt. Oh, they win again. Why? Because they're better than everybody. Again and again. The Warriors have been that for twice as long. Mm -hmm. Twice as long. Borrowed Kevin Durant, spit him out. They've dominated that sport when LeBron wanted to be dominating the sport. They had the team. They built the architecture to fight him. And now it goes down, and Clay's whimpering, and Draymond's like, not yet, Clay, not yet. I'm, I want to fight ever. I'm going to go out here punching my teammates, choking Gobert, and Clay's like, I got a reduced role. And Draymond's like, no, I want to fight the league, and I'm the furnace. You got 
Did you see that locker room video of Clay's whimpering, getting in his feelings, and Draymond's like, will you toughen up? I was ejected for a finals game, and I came back and scored 32 in a game seven. Clay responded with 26 points. I'm saying yeah. he's the furnace. Clay's not the furnace. Clay gets the benefit. Clay could have been traded for Kevin Love and, and scored 30 points in Minnesota and never won a championship. The leader of that team's Draymond, whether you like it or not. Yeah. I mean, Draymond tried to make the LeBron James trade go through. I think Clay Thompson would have went to L.A. I, I just think he's it's running crazy. the team. I, I think it's crazy that Draymond Green is the leader of that team. Like, almost fundamentally crazy. Like, he's got to go to therapy to cool down the furnace because the whole thing runs on him being strong. But they've said it throughout the years, and I'm surprised you're surprised, only from this standpoint, because Steve Kerr, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, they have all said he's the guy that gets us going. He is no, the guy. He's I, the leader. No, but, Stugatz, I'm talking about how that has been playing with fire for 10 years. Sometimes it gets ejected for Game 5 of the finals. Right. It's still – Stugatz. He's made his broadcasting career now and says he's the new media, and he's not wrong. He's going to do a simulcast with Barkley while he's playing. That's the top of both games. Mm -hmm. Draymond Green will give you 12-6-6 and and a bunch of defense and a mouth and a furnace and winning and a heart and will crush people the way no one active will crush people to their face and in private, and then you're all wondering why is Gobert allowed to be dragged across the court like that? And the league gets real worried. Oh, no, Draymond's out of control. While it fuels the best thing we've seen the last 10 years, because that thing has been as good or better than LeBron, that thing won Andre Iguodala a finals MVP for merely holding LeBron to 35 points a game. That thing has been the best thing in the sport for the last decade. But, but, but Easily. This did. is the part I'm fascinated by because we love the storylines. And will it be the Clippers? Can they handle Westbrook? They got four they got four knuckleheads. Can OKC actually survive and be young because they're great? Or is the dying dinosaur dynasty got one more Draymond's going to kick you in the nuts on the way out? <laughs> like, that's the, that's the story. It, it, it's And you think the young teams are coming for the Warriors. That, that, that's done. No more Warriors, no more LeBron, I, it's I, over. I think in both sports. Be careful. I think in football. I care about you. In football and basketball, we've lived the changing of the guard. We're already having the Brady-Mahomes conversation. And in this sport... Yawning indifference about Denver. Who's really coming to get the Warriors and the Lakers? Who's really coming to finish LeBron and Steph? Because competitive champions go down the hardest to God for everything LeBron has done in his career. Among the craziest, is he still this good at this age? Like he shouldn't. The Warriors still want him. He shouldn't be in any championship conversations. It's, it's asinine. And Jokic is going for his third MVP, and nobody's talking about the Nuggets, but like there are so many teams that the Golden State Warriors have to jump, and if, if everything is right in Golden State, it feels like they can. Like We've seen it happen before. No, right? you believe in nights like last night when they beat Utah by 30 on the road or the last week of what they give you. I think they're a 500 team. I don't think they could turn anything on. I don't think what the Lakers can turn on in the in-season tournament is something they're going to be able to do again. Like, I don't... Are, are people expecting that? Are people expecting I mean, the Lakers did it a year ago. I mean, the Heat did it a year ago. The the Lakers... I mean, Dan, they got to the Western Conference Finals, did they not? LeBron kind of turned it on at the end there. I mean, Denver, I feel like we... Denver ran roughshod they through did. the entire postseason yeah. last year. Like, right. no, nobody thought any... I mean, maybe you thought... You were doing the same analysis on Denver that you now do on Minnesota and right. OKC, which is, I haven't seen them do it, therefore I don't believe they'll do it. 
That's fair. The last five games, to be fair to Golden State, they have won against your Brooklyn Nets, one of the best teams in the NBA. Good team. Uh, the Sixers, the Pacers, the Suns, and Utah. I mean, they've won seven of ten. But I'm not going to write them off yet. LeBron, I'm okay with. I'm not going to write Steph Curry off. I've, read, I've written them off, and now we have stalled sufficiently so that we can give Whittingham the tribute, the long overdue tribute that he deserved a long time ago. The best executive producer we've ever had, however brief it was, Chris Whittingham. Goodbye to you, Belay. Andy King. <laughs> it's a very brief run. Cup of coffee. Thank God. You know what? If someone takes a foul ball to the penis, we should just say he took a foul ball to the penis. <laughs> A cup of coffee, but what a legacy. Yeah. Him in the penis, oh. cesarean section, someone's take Witty's taking a shit in the bathroom. I mean, Magic to Chuck. Shitting him. I forgot about that one. So us to do a show in a, in a bathtub. Shitting him. Shitty. Shitty Witty. <laughs> I can't, I can't believe it didn't make the cut in the tribute, pardon the pun, uh, that him explaining C-sections to you. <laughs> How the pain of a C-section is... right! <laughs> Modern medicine has made childless so easy. Women are just complainers. They'll never stop complaining. Spring is the best time to add new challenges to your training. Just in time for summer and warmer days, spring's the best time of the year to take a new look at your fitness routine, dial it up a notch, and continue powering on. Challenge yourself. And Peloton's classes were made just for that, to challenge you. There's a variety of classes like boot camps, boxing, full body strength, all created to grow your skills or push you to improve what you already excel in. Plus, if you don't know which class to take to reach your fitness goals, guess what? You can join one of Peloton's many programs. Right now, I'm in a strength program with Andy and a core program with Emma. They're expert coaches like Andy and Emma, and nonstop vibes will push you to new levels of strength and endurance, keeping you on your toes while giving you the professional coaching you need. With Peloton, you don't need to worry about driving to the gym, making it to class on time. You can do it all from the comfort of your own home whenever it fits your busy schedule. Get your head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Don Lebertard. Well, my, my, my point about Jimbo Fisher is that Nick Saban, he's been trying to cancel me for saying that Mrs. Met has cake. And Bobby Bowden would have said, Mrs. Met, she is snatched. Stugats. Yeah, no, I, I, I never pay for a player. Now, I would pay for Mrs. Med to give me a lap dance. This is the Don Lebatar Show with the Stugats. I morphed Nurkic into Jerkic over the course it of happens. that segment. Yeah. <laughs> Valentine's Day, Dano. <laughs> Vegas, Super Bowl week, Radio Row. Can you, guys ex- can you guys explain something to me? I would like the group to explain this because perhaps you have felt the aging process in some of the ways that I have. Because I don't know if Tony or even Jessica, loud talking at the airport, drunker than Greg Cody, Jessica, has felt this the way that I'm about to express it. In my 20s, I could do Vegas and recover in a day. It would take me a day and it would be a hard day, but I'd be okay. 
Mm-hmm. I feel like this entire company is still feeling <laughs> Vegas on Wednesday of this week. And Jessica, I don't. You are a vibrant young person. I f- I think that you are somebody who could conquer Vegas, drink hard, and then come back here and be here on Wednesday. Okay. She likes to be sleeping by eight. That's why Lehman's taking me out to lunch for Valentine's Day. He said, I know you like to go to bed early. You got to go into work Thursday. We'll do lunch. I said that. You get me. You get me, Lehman. How how broken are you? I felt better after I went into the break room and everyone said they felt like shit, too. At least it's not just me. I thought I was just being a big old baby. But Kirsten, she's feeling it. Lewis, he's feeling it. Everyone's feeling it, Dano. Dan, I've never felt better. The company is taking a beating, I believe. Is anyone is is anyone with Tony Billy? What are you shrugging about? Because just, just because, of course. Well, I've never felt better in my entire life. Feels good, Roy. How are you feeling? Well, I got lucky yesterday because yesterday was supposed to be the first recording session for Montgomery and Company for the season. Except oh. Renee got sick, oh. so, so I was working you, from home. So you were uh, lucky. You, I took the day off. you were lucky. Yeah. I slept. Yeah. You never <laughs> say you take the day I off. You were working. Great. You were lucky working. you. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing, Roy? Always working on. from home. <laughs> You were Lucky working, guy. You were working hard from don't home. Ruin, is what don't you ruin meant. it for everybody else. <laughs> so you got a, a hangover sleep day that no one else around here got. Well, I wouldn't have if Renee didn't get sick. No. It's her fault. It's her fault. But you got lucky, and she got sick. I got sick. lucky, and she got sick. So hopefully... Uh, hopefully it takes another week for her to recover. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> we can only be so lucky. Or two. I mean, Maybe you don't ever want her to recover. Whoa. How dare you? Well, <laughs> that's extreme. He could pretend to work from home. Just start, like, just start airing re-air. See if anybody notices for the next three weeks, and just take your Tuesdays. Nah, nice. That's a good point. We're a billing beast, you know. You should tell people that uh, you're working hard on your days off to earn your money, not that you are sleeping at home to uh, get the hangover off you. Well, normally I do, but you know, it's Vegas. But I thought it was me, and I thought it was me and my age. You're, you guys are telling me it is not. It's the way that everybody was working, and that everybody's. I don't. I mean, look, we don't need to relive the whole thing. We've done enough of that this week. But people don't have any earthly idea how hard it was to get that spaceship in the air. Correct. No idea. No idea. It was partially the fact that we were working like 20 of 24 hours and also like had enough money to eat one meal outside of the catered yeah. meal. So I was yeah. pretty yeah. hungry the yeah. whole week. Yeah. Vegas is expensive. Yeah, very expensive. Well, it was a business trip, Dan. It wasn't a, uh, you know, you weren't going there with your I friends. 6, I mean, we were. calories a day. No, I know. But it was a business trip. We were working and many of us were working, you know, 16, yeah. 17 hour days. Would, Normally when I go there and I play cards, I drink, I do cocaine, I go to strip clubs, I have the whole day to recover. I mean, I you did, did it this yeah, time. You did all of that. Right. Yeah, but yeah, I do want did, to take yeah. the opportunity, like no bid here, to commend the goblin football crew a billion and oh my Stugats. god they crushed it i i don't think i've ever seen someone tackle as many hours of content because they they multiply by god knows how many x amount on god bless football and then they did our main show which is a beast in its own right so i do want to take the opportunity to commend them it really is it is yes, yes. Mike Fuentes and Juju, I could speak for Billy on this, did a fantastic job. And Billy had me so organized and ready to go. It was fantastic. We had a lot yeah. of fun. It didn't yeah. stop you from trying to I had subvert no him fun. every time. Oh, no, of course. <laughs> Smoke breaks it of yeah, Roy. I had no fun on the trip, wow. just so everybody knows. I did not enjoy that time because you got in trouble for saying you enjoyed your Tuesday. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. I did not enjoy it. <laughs> well, Billy, you, you had a thankless job, but you, uh, you wrangled, you successfully wrangled the Stugats in a way that makes him happy about yeah. what he made and happy 
to have enjoyed being the star of Radio Row. You did that thanklessly in the shadows. I got to yeah. say, one of the things I've enjoyed the last two years is Billy is becoming a star at Radio Row. I mean, Dog loves to see him. Josh Allen, he met his nemesis. He went face-to-face with him. Billy was the story for a couple of days on Radio Row. Did Russo get your name wrong? He did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do he call you? McGill. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah. He, thinks you're, yeah. he thinks you're our zoo guy? <laughs> no, I think he thinks that I'm a sandwich at McDonald's. Oh, Irish. <laughs> he calls him Mr. Gill and then Mr. McGill. Yeah, it's really weird. I just Dr. rolled with it. Yeah, I mean... What were the guys? You told me that there wasn't anything particularly memorable from the Josh Allen video, but you did tell me that you had one video with somebody that you liked from God Bless Football. Uh, do you remember what that was? Because I'm I trying to remember. I can't recall. You you had one moment on God Bless Football that was more memorable than all the others. There uh, was a moment where Billy went face-to-face with Josh Allen. There was a moment where Bubba Watson needed to hug Chris Cody, not once but twice, because Cody was upset about the skills challenge and Tua. Bubba Watson is now a friend of God Bless Football. He wants to come on and talk football all the time. You made some legitimate friends. in. You guys have a community of legitimate friends, and you had this moment with Lil Dicky, too, where you guys were deciding— We played Marino Montana with Lil Dicky. What? Who were you Big gonna? Day. You were gonna play it with Montana with yes. Marino. With Marino. Okay, you yeah. were gonna play it with Marino based on the Eminem. He was advertising he was M&Ms. M&Ms. We're gonna open up a bag, and if there were more blue ones yeah. than Marino, it settles it. Marino wins. If there were more red ones than yeah. Montana wins, we never got the opportunity. You were gonna do it dramatic. So instead, you did it with Lil Dicky. Well, oh, Lil nah, Dicky is nah, a big nah, sports nah. fan. We didn't yeah. know how much Lil Dicky actually likes sports, and he was there, and he was. <laughs> I didn't know who he was. Well, that's yeah. another. If you listen thing. to his rap, yeah. he, he, he drops an olden Polynesian references yeah. i think he name dropped me in one of these well he started breaking yeah, down like the philadelphia eagles like coaching staff hires and we're like okay calm down little dicky like we don't yeah. care about this you, you should have introduced yourself to little dicky he did absolutely mention you as a lyric huh. against kornheiser i think i was the embarrassment in the lyric but what was yeah, this I think, he, I think you caught a a stray yeah. this is us uh, i think playing marino montana with little dicky Look, there's Dan Marino right there. <laughs> oh, wow. See, now I, now, yeah, that's cool. Now you're excited. Dan, Look at you. Do you think Dan Marino knows you? No way. Really? <laughs> if you want, just get up, go and say, hey, what's up, Dan Marino? I can't. I have too much. Uh, it's too Really? Weird. What yeah. do you mean? Go say hi to Golik. <laughs> no, he doesn't care about Golik. He cares about Dan Marino. That's right. right. Yeah. <laughs> Look at you. You're starstruck a little bit. You're well, a little dicky, man. It's Marino. Yeah. <laughs> that's Ace Ventura's uh, Pride and Joy. That's Dan exactly Marino. right. We like to play a game called Marino Montana. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, that's basically pick the whole one. game. It's yeah, you gotta, <laughs> that's it. You got to pick one. <laughs> you know, I'm, I wasn't, like, I can't tell you that I grew up watching these guys to give it the proper eye test. Yeah, you know what right. I mean? I can just tell you, I don't know, statistically, you got to go Montana, right? He's one more. Yeah, yeah Marino's thank right you. there. Just I know. Marino. Well, he can't hear me. That's true. <laughs> yeah, but you see what he did? He did the rings thing. <laughs> so. Stugatz, how, right. what a phony baloney you are. You're saying, say hello to Marino, you're Lil Dicky, and you have no idea who you're talking to. No. Jess told me right before. <laughs> go, just go up to Marino and tell him you're Lil Dicky. That'll mean something to him. I don't know who you are. That's what I do. I mean, you of Radio Row. I did it to Wu-Tang. <laughs> who, am, who am I to say? Folks, listen up. I want to talk to you about PXG and their new Black Ops driver. You no longer have to sacrifice distance for accuracy, for forgiveness. Folks, those days are done. You get both of those things with this new driver because I went to one of their PXG locations and I tested it out myself. And my boy Mike over there, if you're in Fort Lauderdale, you got to go to that location. He took care of me there. It was quick. It was efficient. By the time I got into my car, I had my email where my clubs were going to be sent. I have them now. It is a beautiful thing. What an experience. The PXG Black Ops driver is a breakthrough 
breakthrough in driver technology. It's complete, total victory in golf club engineering, unlike anything you've ever seen before. It's adjustable to deliver a combined MOI of 10,000. I'm telling you, that is ridiculously high. You got to check it out. The PXG Black Ops driver. You'll be as impressed as I was. Learn more and get free shipping on all the equipment at pxg.com slash Dan. Use code Dan at checkout. That's pxg.com slash Dan. Code Dan for free shipping on all equipment. pxg.com slash Dan. Code Dan. Howdy, folks. It's Mike Ryan. And as you know, you're probably a sports fan. You know it's playoff time. And you probably have a team that you want to root on. And maybe you're like me and you're not a season ticket holder. So you miss the first crack at getting tickets. So what do you do? You check the secondary market. Well, let me tell you about my best friend in that secondary market because I've tried them all and no one's as good as Game Time. The only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. You get to see the view from your seat on your phone before you buy the tickets. All in pricing shows your total cost up front, so there are no surprises. Buy tickets in seconds with just two taps. Telling you folks, this is a personal endorsement from me. I was using Game Time long before they joined us, and I'm so happy they're with us so I can preach the good word. Trust me, folks. Game time. That is what you need. Take the guesswork out of buying NBA tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code DAN for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code DAN for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Don Lebatard. Kiss me where you bruise me. <laughs> Taste me on that fleshy part. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Really? The Taste f- me on that fleshy part. Taste me, not touch me. Taste <laughs> me on that fleshy part. T- wow. Wow, Bruce. That- Stugats. Bruce I'm talking about the clitoris. <laughs> I'm talking about the clitoris. Yes, I am. Now we're out here riffing. And I'm going to try to find it if I can. <laughs> okay. Well, wonderful rendition. This is the Dan Lebatar Show with the Stugats. Video, please get ready for me some sound from Brandon Marshall. I think it's I Am Athlete, the I Am Athlete podcast, because I'm surprised this hasn't been uh, something that's talked about more, but maybe it's because there's some credibility issues with Brandon Marshall. This seems like it would be a real big story if it were true, or at least a big pop culture story. Justin Tinsley is a senior sports and culture reporter for ESPN's Anscape. He's the author of It Was All a Dream, Biggie in the World That Made Him. We welcome him back for his hip-hop wisdom. Kanye West has returned with number one album on the Apple charts. He would appear to be uncancelable. And here is Brandon Marshall telling you something that I had not heard. I've not heard a second source confirm this. It sounds like it's just a rumor, but here's what he says happened to Kanye West around Taylor Swift's uh, skybox at the Super Bowl. Kanye West pulls up to Vegas. Kanye West buys a ticket right in front of Katy Perry's booth. So anytime they were going to be showing Katy Perry, Kanye's face was going to be there. Did you say in front of Taylor's booth or in front of Katy Perry's booth? Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. In front of Taylor Swift's booth. Oh. He had a, ma- a mask on with his logo on a mask, mm-hmm. right? Typical Kanye. Taylor Swift gets pissed off. Sheik Boom Boom makes a call or two. Everybody's involved. He gets kicked out the stadium. Oh, this is hot. But Kanye, this Kanye, is hot. Kanye, yeah. hot tea, hot tea, hot tea, oh. hot tea, hot tea. Okay. Got kicked out the stadium. He was trying to leverage her celebrity right. to... Because he knows right. they're not going to cut to him. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I'm going to strategically position myself. So every time they cut over here to her. So now you got to go back to the beef, you know, him cutting her right, off. Yeah. It's like, you know, Beyonce should have won it. And then years after, and just that whole relationship. But that's what he tried to do, man. He tried to sit in front of Taylor Swift. 
Uh, somebody would have reported this if it were true, right? Somebody else, a second person, would have reported this if it were in any way true? I mean, I guess, but I'm not going to question Brandon Marshall. Justin, are you? I have to, because I feel if if you're involving Kanye West, if you're involving Taylor Swift, and you're involving Taylor Swift at the Super Bowl, and there's no secondary backup source or, or confirmation from that story, I just, I don't know how accurate it is. Now, now, could it have actually happened? Sure. I don't put anything past anybody, especially when it involves Kanye West. But there's video online. I saw it on Twitter the other day of Kanye West in a suite with Anderson Pack. And they, you know, the, the internet did his research and I actually zoomed in as well. It's late in the third quarter when this picture was taken. So if Kanye was actually kicked out, unfortunately for him, he got kicked out right when the game started getting really good. But I haven't heard this confirmed by any other source and i just feel like if this actually happened tmz would have been all over it it would have been the first story on a lot of podcasts and radio shows across the country and i just haven't heard this from anybody else other than brandon marshall if uh you were kanye west at this circumstance and you wanted to get more publicity this way why not just confirm it to bleep with the media because who cares yeah i mean of course this is a guy who you know kanye west he He's been a focal point in the spotlight for over 20 years, over 20 years at this point. We j just recently passed the 20th anniversary of his uh, uh, of his debut album, The College Dropout. And it's feel it feels like we've been talking about him ever since. And he understands what a moment looks like. And so he knows if he has an album coming out and, and it's been reported about the struggles, about getting on streaming and him trying to find other arenas to perform in. We know about these struggles. If he has a chance to promote that album and promote Kanye in that moment, I don't see why he wouldn't do it. So that's why I question this reporting from Brandon Marshall. So this is interesting, Justin, because if you reported it without a second source, I'd believe it. And I believe Brandon yeah. Marshall. It seems unfair to Brandon Marshall. Yeah, it, it seems. And look, again, it may be correct, but I just feel like if this actually happened, if Taylor Swift got Kanye West, again, like he said in his own video, knowing their history, if Taylor Swift got Kanye West kicked out of the Super Bowl, that would be that would be major it, news. It wouldn't happen quietly. Right. Kanye, Kanye yeah, exactly. would have said something because him getting kicked out by Taylor or allegedly by Taylor kind of plays into yeah. his hands if that's the attempt to, to siphon off the fame. All right, but let's yeah. let's let's talk stopping. Uh, let's stop talking about the stupidity of this, Justin, and let's talk about the larger overall problem, which is Con Kanye West's uh, commentary and behavior has been super questionable and actually cancelable for a long time now. Where you can wonder about his mental health, and yet yeah. he's got the number one album on the Apple charts. He's not actually cancelable, is he? No, because. He's he, he's always going to have that legion of fans behind him who will support him in whatever he does. Kanye's never wrong. Kanye's ahead of the curve. Kanye's this genius. So he's going to have that segment of society, which honestly, Dan, honestly, Stu, that's a large segment of the musical fandom in this country. Kanye operates a huge space in that and nothing is going to change it now. Granted, yes, things will change in his career. Obviously, we saw how those comments impacted him in terms of of business and in terms of honestly in terms of music as well but that doesn't mean that she still won't have a large following behind him it's it's very honestly to make this comparison it's very trump-like in a sense 
isn't a bigger indicator of him actually being canceled or not, because I don't actually think that's a real discussion. Ben Shapiro had a number one overall track when it came to to streaming. Uh, I think the bigger example of him not being canceled is him actually getting time on the Super Bowl. He bought ad time. He got a 30-second video, selfie video. And and the NFL and networks have taken stands before and and not allowed advertisers. There have been plenty of people willing Mm -hmm. to pay for the time, and, and that's a decision that the NFL and CBS granted. Yeah. I mean, look, unfortunately, we know how time influences discussions. Now, had Kanye done what he done, don't done what he did last year in terms of the, the, the anti-Semitic co- comments he made on multiple programs. If he did that like two weeks before the Super Bowl, then no, that wouldn't happen. But I think, unfortunately, in, in many ways, enough time has passed that, you know, there's been so many other big stories that that have dominated pop culture since then. It's like, okay, maybe we can let this guy come back in. And of course, if you're gonna pay for it, we know how Super Bowl commercials go. So oh, like all right, but, but at hold the end on, of the day, money talks. Hold on, money talks. Hold on a second. Like, let's think about what we're examining here. That Kanye West, who has been a raving anti-Semite with uh, yep. comments that It should are- be noted in fairness, he has since apologized. The most in terms of his commentary on Jews, the most recent thing that we have is an apology. Okay, Correct but when, when he's talking about time there, here though, the amount of the time passed, okay, the comments at any other point in our history would have gotten an artist actually yeah. canceled. A Super Bowl ad, which is a 30-second selfie video in the backseat of a car uh, that mm-hmm. uh, alerts people to merch on his website, he's claiming on Instagram that he sold 284,000 orders for $19.3 million in under 24 hours. So not only is he not canceled, he's strong enough to have a Super Bowl commercial and turn it into a merch commercial during the Super Bowl. So it's not just not canceled. It's the, 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 the strength of riches do you buy these numbers? Because a Super Bowl ad is more than that. That would cost him yeah. money if that's all he sold in 24 hours. Uh, uh, that thing with Kanye, you got to got to take a lot of things that are half truth. He's going to say what make he's going to say what makes him look good in that moment. And honestly, saying that oh, this is my Super Bowl commercial, costs X amount of dollars. This is you know this is my new album. Whatever the case may be, he's going to make a business decision for Kanye. And again, that segment of that population that will follow him everywhere he go, everywhere he goes and believes everything he says, they're only going to hype this up even more. Now, do I believe it? I don't want to actually believe it. He may be looking at something gross when it's really a net pay, but I just, I feel like if he made that much money in that short a span of time, the same way with the getting allegedly getting kicked out the Super Bowl, I feel like that, that would be much more of a bigger story. And it just feels like, He's the only one promoting this news, and there's there's nothing really to back it up or to challenge him on it. What were your main takeaways from Usher halftime show as a pop culture phenomenon? Uh, I thought it had everything it needed to be to be in the discussion of some of the best Super Bowls of halftime. Now, to be fair, I don't think anybody's going to top Prince in 2007. I mean, the man literally did Purple Rain during a downpour. It doesn't get much more epic than that. But in terms of Usher, this guy, we know he's an incredible performer. Like what what he did on that Super Bowl stage was basically a preview of what his residency looked like. So we knew he had the performance down. We knew he could sing, but he he was actually singing without background vocals and that was a very physical performance that he did. And and obviously the the catalog backed it up. So 
I won't say it's the greatest of all time, but I, I guarantee you within the next five years, we're going to be talking about that as one of the best Super Bowl performances of all Tony's time. Tony's making because... a face at you. Tony's... Yeah, it, was, it was okay, Justin. It wasn't the greatest thing of all time. He was a little bit breathy, ran out of breath. His dancers were okay. The roller oh, skates, get out of here. Yeah, it was average. Get out of here. I mean, that was, yeah. that was what the residency was. That's Vegas, baby. Like, that was oh, the trust show. me. I was there in a mint coat. I know exactly what Vegas is. Uh, there we go. Okay. All right. All right. You know, Frank Lucas. <laughs> no such you know. Here's the most important question from the Super Bowl. Did Kyle Shanahan know the rules for overtime? Oh, my God. Stu, don't get me started on this. No, I don't think he did. Thank you. I really, I mean, his players, his players actually said it. His players were, his players looked up at the jumbo trials like, oh, they found out the rules the same time Ice Spice did. That's unacceptable <laughs> if you are in the Super Bowl. You had two weeks to plan for a moment like that, and your players arguably the best team in the country not in, in 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 the league all year they don't know the rules to overtime in the super bowl and you're playing patrick mahomes i'm not saying i'm not saying the guy should lose his job he he, he should not lose his job he should but. but until until he reverses this this is a stain on your career that you're not going to be get you're not going to be able to get over it unless you actually win one. That is unforgivable. Stugatz, and I'm not even a 49ers fan. Stugat says oh. Stugat says uh, he no one is out here more aggressively with the take that Kyle Shanahan cannot skate on this. <laughs> no, you you can't be forgiven for something like that. Thank you. Dang, it's the Super Bowl, baby. The Super Bowl. Follow-up question to that. Uh you're the York family, you own the 49ers. Bill Belichick calls you. What do you do? Oh come on! No, no, I don't, I don't, I, oh, I don't think so. No, you took no. it too far. You're not all. No, 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 no. no, no. I don't now think you fired the now guy. Now you've you gone too far. Him all this off-hand. is what you Billy said you yesterday. <laughs> this is the thing. You give Stugatz a little bit. Stugatz, good take. And he's w. like, I need more. I need more. Let fire him. Fire. Dude, keep I was going. Right there with you, baby. Set fire to him in a public square. Yes, yes. If you keep agreeing with him, he will keep taking it out further and further. Let me know when you get to the Belichick portion of it. It will take a couple of days. I get yes. there, you know, quicker than anyone. But let me know when you get there, Justin, and we'll call me back, okay? I, w- I absolutely will. We'll have Steve. you on again. All right. Yeah, the Super Bowl was the, the a lot of pop culture events meeting in the middle, and yeah. one of the, the, the news stories that has resulted from that is Beyonce kind of did this big unveiling and the album plans, and she's going country with this next album, is that country radio stations are emailing people back who are requesting Beyonce songs that they're a country music station and they will not be playing Beyonce, even though the songs are country songs. What do you make of that? Uh, this is going to be a prominent discussion in pop culture for probably the next year. We're going to see, like, I understand what's going on here. Similar to Act One, which was Renaissance, and that brought, uh, you know, attention on the the the, contri- the contributions that black artists have made to, to, uh, to house music. It's going to be the same here with country music, because that is a long, rich, complex, and at times, very depressing history in terms for black artists. So I think the album is going to be fine. It's going to be another be, be Beyonce spectacle, big moment, great album. It will go up for album of the year, which will also be another conversation we'll be hearing about for the next year. Because guess who drops her album in March? Beyonce. Guess who drops her album in April? Taylor Swift. So, you know, this cycle is just going to repeat itself. But uh, there are going to be discussions about uh black history in country music black artists in country music what does the future look like and beyonce is going to be a a an entry point for a lot of that 
We've been talking about reckonings coming to men with power and money, Dana White and Vince McMahon in sports. Russell Simmons was sued on Tuesday by a former executive at Def Jam who alleges that Simmons raped her in his apartment back in the 90s and ruined her career. He's had similar lawsuits against him thrown out over the years due to the statute of limitations. Uh, Is there going to be a reckoning here, or is Russell Simmons going to skate like he's always skated? Dan, I hope so. I really hope so. Yes, we know about Russell Simmons' history in terms of what he meant for basically constructing and building hip-hop during its infant stages. We get that. But that cannot be that cannot overshadow the actions and the history that this guy has been involved with in terms of some very graphic and ugly uh, sexual assault rape situations. I I got to tell you, I, I got to tell you a personal story, Dan, and this topic really means a lot to me for for a lot of reasons. But one in particular is when I was working on my book, uh, the, the Biggie book that you had mentioned earlier, it was all a dream. I, I interviewed Drew Dixon. And for people who don't know who Drew Dixon is, Drew Dixon is a former music industry executive, a, a very brilliant woman. Uh, and unfortunately, she is a sir, you know, a survivor from uh, uh, Russell Simmons raping her, you know, raping her in the, the mid 90s. And she told me a story about how she was very close to Biggie Smalls. And that was one of her uh, very good friends. And I asked her, I was like, well, did you tell Biggie about, you, you know, what happened in this situation? And she was like, no, I couldn't because I didn't want to be. I didn't want to be responsible for him going up to Russell, potentially ruining his career. But I also didn't want him to let me down if he didn't do anything and still stood beside him. And I think that is that that's another part of this conversation about Russell Simmons and obviously about sexual violence, sexual assault, rape as a whole. Yes, the 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 actual act is horrific, but the burden that it leaves on victims and survivors uh, that's what really needs to be talked about. And so every time I see Russell Simmons, I saw him last year. He was uh, he was doing a lot of hip hop related events with uh, Eric Adams and Eric Adams was calling himself the hip hop mayor and then being seen, uh, you know, beside Russell, Russell Simmons. He was on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. I do hope you talk about somebody that that needs to be just removed from the conversation. Russell Simmons need to, needs to be removed from the hip hop conversation because there are just too there are just too many stories there are just too many lives that have been you know you know ruined by these actions uh, that is just reprehensible and you can't talk about success without talking about the evil that that comes with it as well. Justin, thank you for being on with us. Appreciate the time, sir. Thank you for having me, fellas. All right. Uh, unfortunately, I did not have time to get uh, to with him uh, my Wu Tang mistake. Well, that's I was, how bad. convenient! I was right. hoping oh, to wow. tell us straight it, and mm. I was hoping to get his yeah. opinion. You got on what that. a coincidence! Oh, yeah. We could have him back on when he gets around on Belichick. No, mm-hmm. Nope, yeah. I gotta go. I gotta go. Howdy, listeners. It's Mike, and you know a lot has changed over the years. Just look at sports. There's instant replay, a three-point line. There were shifts, and then not shifts. But one thing that hasn't changed over the course of all those things I just mentioned, the great taste of Miller Lite. That's right. It's so good. And it's also less filling. So what's the best thing about Miller Lite, the original light beer? Well, Miller Lite sparked this debate way back in 1975. We still haven't settled it. Be like me. I don't pick one. I like it because it's both. Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. Great taste. Only 96 calories. It's a beer that strips away everything that you don't need and holds on to what matters most. You don't have to choose what's best. 
Be like me. Say both. Miller Lite. Great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Dan. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs and premium regular beer. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.